0: Father's House Community Chapel Word on the Go podcast. Now to today's message. Principle of stewardship is a manager of someone else's property. An administrator of somebody's else's property. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are a steward, then you are a manager of somebody else's property. Amen. And so, when when I start going deeper into this subject of stewardship, you will come to understand that your life itself, you don't own it. You are a steward of your life. The thing called Mibra, Mibra, my life. It's not yours. Your life is not yours. Am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. You are just a steward of your life. And then we'll talk about stewards of your time. The time you have. How you spend your time. If you come to understand that the time you have here on earth is not your, you will spend it wisely. And you will invest that time in the things that will give you the final. I will talk about rewards, but will give you rewards. And then I will talk about your treasure. Uh, We are going to touch on certain sensitive and personal issues. Your treasure, my house, my car, my children, my family, mine. It's not yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you it's going to be very sensitive. Very hot in here. Praise the Lord. But if you understand that you are just an administrator or a manager, a caretaker of these things and your talent, you will know how to go about it. But before we get deep into it, there are certain principles about stewardship, and that is what I want to touch on today. Somebody say the principles of state worship. Oh, I can't hear you. Of or let me say the Christian principles or the believers principles of stewardship. Number one, to talk about stewardship and I'm just letting you understand these pillars because throughout all the other areas I will be touching all these pillars will be coming up. And these pillars are very, very essential and important to understand. The first principle of stewardship is the principle of ownership. Everybody say ownership. Ownership. Come on, talk to me. Say ownership. Ownership. Say the principle of ownership. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we talk about the principle of ownership, we are talking about who owns what you are managing. That is the first thing we must understand that there is, an, or there is somebody who owns what you think you have. And that is the principle of ownership. Psalm 24, give me Psalm 24 verse 1. Psalm 24, verse 1. The psalmist make us to understand who owns everything. Hallelujah. Let's read together. One, two, let's go. It says what? The earth is for who? Now we are talking about the principle of what? Ownership. Who owns it? The Lord. He says what? The earth. Is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world, not the earth. The earth is part of the world, the galaxy and everything. The Bible said the world and there that dwells therein will come back to this scripture when we start talking about stewardship of your life the world and everybody who dwells in belongs to who the lord so i said the first principle is the principle of ownership and the psalmist is making you to understand that the world It's owned by somebody called the Lord God. This thing called my world. You have nothing like your world. (laughs) Hallelujah. The principle of ownership tells us that God owns everything. Yeah. The principle of ownership. Informs us that, hey, everything we see in this world is owned by somebody called God Jehovah. Amen. And that is one thing that we must understand. Whatever you have, somebody called God owns it, He just gave it to you. To manage it. Whatever you have. Is owned by the Lord. The earth is the Lord. And the fullness thereof. The world. And everybody who dwells in it. So people who are running away from their owner. Tell them. (laughs) Amen. Tell them somebody owns you. He said the world and all the people all day that dwells on, on them. Everything, even the animals, God said they are mine. The thousand cattle upon the hill, it belongs to the Lord. So understand this principle of ownership. It will help you to humble yourself in life. It doesn't matter the height God takes you. You know the one who owns the thing is your father. Yeah. This, this is the kind of sermon you hear a lot of amen, I receive it, take it, oh pastor, preach good. No, this, I, I came prepared. I came to encourage myself. Because I know I'm not going to have a lot of encouragement. So I came with a backup plan. So at a point in time, I will have to say praise God and have to respond hallelujah myself. Because the church is not teaching these kind of things. The principle of what? Ownership. I need to let you understand these principles because as we, we try to take the, uh, the other pillars of stewardship that I, I plan to talk about you will see all these things in them. Can I hear somebody say amen? Give me First Chronicles chapter 29. Read from the verse number 11 and 12. First Chronicles. 29, 11. Chronicles chapter 29. The verse number 11. Let's read together. One, two, let's go. No, only three people started. One, two, let's go. It's on the screen. One, two, let's go. Uh-huh. 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 So the people make us stop. For all that is in there and in there is thine is there O Lord and thou art exalted (laughs) everything is owned by God. They said both riches and honor come from thee and thou reignest over all and in thy hand is power and might and in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. God is the owner of everything. Get it and get it once and for all. You are just an administrator and a manager of anything that is in your hands today. But the real owner is God. Can I hear somebody say amen? Am I talking to somebody here? In case you have forgotten, I came to remind you that God is the owner of all things. He created all things. In the beginning, the Bible said God created man. Adam and Eve. And when he created Adam, the Bible said that he put Adam in the garden and told Adam to work it. He is the owner. Adam was to manage the thing. And so from the beginning, we understand the concept of worship that is why the owner can step in at any time and say, mm, I give this thing to you to manage well. But you are not managing it well. Managing it well. So I'm taking it out of your hands. The reason why God can come and expel Adam and Eve from the garden is because it belongs to him, not to Adam and Eve. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? And so once in a while you forget who is in control of all things. Once in a while, you, 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 you forget who holds all power in his hand. I came to remind you this morning that there is an owner. One call, amen, I came to say, amen. amen. There is an owner. I tend to tap somebody and say that, remember the principle of ownership. Come on, let me hear everybody say, remember the principle of ownership. Tell the person, God owns it all. all. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on, talk back to me. I say, praise the Lord. This is the fundamental biblical understanding that every child of God must have. That the owner of all things is who? Yahweh. Can I hear somebody say, amen? Give me Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. See what it says. Chapter 8. Sorry. Chapter 8 verse 17. Let's look at chapter 8 verse 17. And then we'll slide to verse 18. I want everybody to read. Today we are doing interactive preaching. So everybody is in part of of what we are. Read. Let's go. 1 to 17. Let's go. It says 1. Of us are saying, Hey, this one dear, I got it by my own strength. Huh? This one, it is me myself that I worked for it, and I got it. You can come and tell me it belongs to God. I got it. Haven't you read the story about the parable Jesus gave? That a, a man, a rich man, have so much riches. So, so much that he said, now let me break this small, you know, warehouse down and build bigger ones so I can store much for so my, my soul will eat and eat and eat and eat and be satisfied. And the Bible said that same night he taught about that thing, God came to him and said, thou fool. Thou what? This is a word people don't want to use. I give you just three seconds permission to use it. Thou. Three seconds means you can stretch it a little. Thou. When you go into fraud, it becomes a sin unto you. God told him, Thou fool, you will die. You don't know who owns your life. There is nothing that we have that was not first given to us. By the owner. In case you came to church this morning for a prophecy, this is a powerful prophetic word to you. Your papa owns everything. Give me the scripture again. Give me that scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 17. It says what? Quickly. He said, how come you are saying, my own and thou say in your heart, my power and my might, and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. Go on. Verse 18, listen to what he said. But you shall remember the Lord your God for it is he that giveth thee the power to make wealth. Everything that you have, it is the owner that gave you the power to make it. Am I talking to what I'm saying? It is the owner, it is God who gives thee the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy father as it is in this day. It is God who is the owner of all things. Your car, your wife, your husband, your children, your house, your parents, everything that you think you can, you know, you know, attach yourself to. It belongs to God. It belongs to God. So that, that is the first principle you never forget. Is the principle of ownership. Amen. The second principle, and now listen and listen good. The second principle is called the principle of responsibility. Everyone say that with me. I can't hear you. The principle of responsibility. For you to understand that though God owns it, God gives it to you to enjoy and to manage it. And one day you will be responsible in giving, of, giving an account of how you used it. Give me Romans. Romans chapter 14 verse 12. Romans chapter 14 verse 2 of I want today I want us all to be reading the scriptures together so it can get you know stuck in your head It says what everybody let's go No everybody is reading let's go 1 2 You will give your account to God God will require There is a day of accountability. There is a day of reckoning. There is a day that you will have to come and stand before God, and you are going to give an account of how you use or lived your life, how you use your time, how you use your treasure, and how you use your talents. How many of us are being blessed? Oh, not not everybody. It is a day of reckoning, and that is what you must remember that you are responsible for everything that you have and you are today. You are responsible. God will require. When we start dealing with the other other things I've talked about, we will go deeper and we touch into personal things. Very personal. Very personal. The, Principle of accountability, sorry, responsibility. You are responsible. Somebody say, I'm responsible. responsible. Oh, come on. Say, "I'm I'm responsible. Yeah. You're responsible. You're responsible. The third pillar. It's the principle of accountability. Say so number one, the principle of ownership. God is the owner of everything. Number two, the principle of what? Responsibility. Though God owns everything, he has given all things unto us to enjoy. He has given all things to us to follow. He has given us all, all things that pertains to life and to godliness. But we are responsible in how we Handle and manage everything because one day he will call out and you will stand before him and he will tell you, I gave you this, I gave you that, I gave you this, I gave you that, I made you, you know, an overseer over these people. Now is the day of responsibility, and then it slides into the third one accountability. If you haven't subscribed yet, do well to hit the subscribe button for new episodes. Do well to join our Wednesday teaching service and Friday worship service both from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And Sunday family service from 8.30 a.m. to 11 o'clock a.m. And you will be blessed. One day you will come. You know the story about the talent. When the Bible said that a man traveled to a faraway country to receive a kingdom, and the Bible said he called out his servants and gave unto them talents. To one he gave five, to other one he gave what three or oh, I said three, and he said yes. You see, when you don't know your Bible, the preacher can say anything, and you say, Oh, yes, yes. That's 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 the quotation. That is it. That's the quotation. Even when they are lying, say, "Oh yeah, that's a um, that's Amen. When you know your scriptures, and the, 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 sometimes we, we preachers can make mistakes. Don't think we are angels. Sometimes eti eti me but na anye Oh oh, that? So Deuteronomy chapter eight verse, and then Jesus came. Jesus <laughs> in Deuteronomy. You know, (laughs) but because you don't know your Bible, say yeah, yeah. That was powerful, straight, straight up, straight up. (laughs) Then the servant say, "Know the word." word. Come on, look, look into their eyes and say, "Know the word." word. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And the Bible said, when he gave them this talent, the Bible said, a time came. That he returned. And he called them to account. He called them to account for the things that they. they, they, Whatever they use the talents for. Child of God. I'm here to remind you. That as a Christian. You are steward. You are steward of God's property. And one day. There's going to come a time that he was going to call you to account. Account for the voice he gave you, for the gifts he gave you, for the wisdom he gave you, for the strength he gave you. Am I talking to somebody? You are not in this church by mistake or by chance. God brought you here for a purpose. Look out for it and fulfill it. Because one day when you stand before him, he's going to call. You remember this and this period when you were in the father's house. Were you able to use your giftings and your time to serve me well? I said, oh, you see, this kind of sermon, you don't get people dropping offerings here. You don't you don't get people sewing into them plugging into the sermon. Now Pastor, yeah, you can't sermon away Say so I am plugging. Yeah. Where ain't you mean so? Where the grounds now you're hard, ain't it? And to the jar, oh yeah. professor. <laughs> so am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. Accountability. Yeah. That is one fearful thing. If we can always remember, we will live our lives to please God. That is a day called the day of accountability. I'm giving you just four principles or four pillars of stewardship. And then next week, we start stepping into the real waters. We'll muddy the waters. (laughs) And we'll make sure that healing comes out of it. Can I hear somebody say amen? These are good teachings. Don't let anybody lie to you. These are good teachings. And when you leave here, you have to go and search more for yourself in the word. Whether what we are teaching and preaching is the right thing. And I had to be here Because now the people are preaching all kinds of messages. But I know this is a good word. That's why I prepared myself before coming. So that in case anybody don't say hallelujah, I will say praise God and respond myself hallelujah. Amen. 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 Number one, we said the what? Principle of what? Principle of? It means what? I can't hear you. It means what? It means what? Now, now, Do you believe that? It's it's one thing saying it. It's another thing believing what you're saying. It is very cheap to say God owns everything. But when the things are brought into your hands, do you behave like it? Somebody say mercy. Do you behave like it? So number one is the principle of what? Ownership. Number two, the principle of what? Responsibility. responsibility. It means what? You are, you are responsible. You are responsible. What God hates, Christ say, the day of reckoning, when he's asking you and you are putting their blame and their responsibility on somebody else. Come. Didn't I say, Don't eat? Ah, papa, Papa, come. My wife,
1: come.
0: <laughs> go, go, go. She's coming. I said, Is the woman? Is the man? Is the woman? You don't know what I was really going to say. Papa is the woman you gave me. <laughs> God hates it. Amen. And believe you, that, believe you me, that day when we all stand before God, you, can, you, you, you don't even have the voice to make these references. Oh, Papa is where? God, you know where I was born. God, you know the family I was born into. God, you know my area. It was a Zongo. (laughs) (laughs) No. That day you can't give those excuses. So number two is what? The principle of responsibility. Number three is what? Is it on the screen? principle of accountability. Hey, when we start dealing with time, stewardship of time, you'll be afraid. Those of you who like coming to church late, you account for the times. I'm I'm, I'm going to enter, and I'll prove it from the Bible. Those of you who like everything late, 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 hey. I I was trying to study about time. They, They said, one third of your your life you are sleeping. If you sleep the average dog dog eight hours a day. Which some of us don't. Which some of us too, we sleep more than that. Eight hours a day means you are sleeping at ten, you are waking up at six. That's what of the image of my BM fake calculation down in Abiana we be pastor gibody before before our preacher oh i go through <laughs> there, I say moiko ke by the officer na go through a note. benyele she you double check kono ka ma le because we have very intelligent people sitting amongst us so it's not that you will say it's 8 hours while it is 6 must i push yourself back Praise the Lord. They say if you sleep eight hours a day, one third of your life you slept it. If, if for seven you you are to, or you live seventy five years and you sleep that eight hours of your twenty six years you lived sleeping. It means it means if if it were to continue, God said, okay your your first year just is a, your first part of the year twenty six years you are sleeping, without waking up. Twenty-six years sleeping, and for those of us who go the extra, you know the extra. Oh, and then a Saturday, I mean that's eleven. <laughs> oh, oh, we will, we will get into 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 very detailed things. So accountability is the third one, and the last one. Is the principle of reward? The principle of what? Reward. Come on, let me hear everybody. I'm closing. Is the principle of? Is the principle of? Is the principle of? Reward. When you when you remember these things, it will help you. Accountability is. I don't. If you forget everything, this third one is very important. If you know that one day. You are going to account for everything concerning your life. You'll be very careful. To whom much is given, much is required. You account. You have a voice. You won't use it. Meanwhile, people come and and say, ah, I why she Why she didn't will voice. i double-double. I, I, I'm going to say some crazy things to you. You will either run out of the room or you sit and endure as a man and a woman. But it will help you. I said the final one is the principle of reward. For those of us who strive to be good stewards, God will reward us. God will reward you Peter said that we have left everything and we have come to follow Jesus said there's nobody who genuinely comes to follow me with their heart their talents, their time, their life their treasure, there is nobody who comes and and do that to me and will not in this life receive rewards and even in the life to come can I hear somebody say amen Amen. oh come on talk back to me can I hear somebody say amen Amen. Colossians chapter 3 Colossians chapter 3 the verse number 23 to 24 Colossians chapter 3 we are also going to read together Colossians chapter 3 the verse number 23 let's let's go 1 2 let's go Stop I want everybody to read let's go one more time Uh-huh Do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto man go on knowing that of the Lord. Ye shall receive what? The reward of your inheritance. For ye said. Hallelujah. Know that you will receive what? Reward. It said your labor in the Lord shall not be in vain. You will receive rewards. Four principles of Stewardship. The principle of ownership. The principle of responsibility. The principle of accountability. And the principle of rewards. If you will follow, you will be the happiest. You see, when God sees that you are a good steward. A good steward is always who, somebody who always keeps this principle in their heart. And because they have this thing in their heart and in their mind they work in such a way that please the owner. And when the owner sees that you are such a person, he gives you more. Remember when he took uh, the talent from, from the one who didn't do anything? He gave it to the one who have produced more. So when God sees that the car I gave you, it has not become like a God unto you, but you use the car for ministry. He gives you more car. When he sees that the gifts I gave you, you are using it to bless people. He gives you more gifts. When he sees that the money he blesses you, you you are not only saving in the bank to buy uh, uh, riches that you will live here on it. But you use it to build and to to build his kingdom and to make treasures in heaven for yourself. He gives you more money. That is the principle of stewardship. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen? So, may God help us all. I said what? May God help us all. May God help us all. To be good stewards. To be faithful stewards. It is required. Scripture said that it is required of a steward that a man be found. Or in stewardship that a man be found what? Faithful. Rise to your feet. Only seven people clap. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Can I clap for myself? I told you I came prepared. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to pray. Tell the Lord, God, help me to be a good steward, to be a good administrator, to be a good manager of everything that you have given me. I want you to pray. You can't be quiet. You ought to pray. Tell the Lord, help me. I want you to pray. I have only one minute to step down. But I want you to use that one minute to pray. 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 That God let me be a good steward. This year is our year of walking in divine order. This morning's sermon is to help bring order in your life. Help bring order in your life. Help bring order in your life. Zikon, help bring order in your life. Somebody's on the mic. Help bring order, order, order. I want you to pray. Stop looking at me. Pray. 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 Order. In the name of Jesus, uh, Moshe, order. We pray for order. order in our lives. Order. In the, order. In the name of Jesus. That I still, what know him. how to orderly live his or her life? <laughs> so pray. So pray. <inaudible> <inaudible> I want to hear every man, every woman, <inaudible> every boy, <inaudible> every, boy <inaudible> every girl. <inaudible> Everybody pray. Everybody pray. Everybody <inaudible> pray. Jesus, be Rabbi, I want you to pray those of us who are watching us wherever you are this is the word of the Lord unto you that God wants you to walk in order God wants you to walk in order walking in order is being a good steward so wherever you are also decide that from today you are going to be a good steward of God knowing that he owns all things and you are responsible for managing it well and that one day you will give an account of the things he gave you and whether you did good no. no. or you did bad. Whether you score the marks it it or you fail, it, it has it its it reward. It so and and so live your life well in the name of that will please God, like has to be God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus name. Father, we thank you. I thank you and I bless you for the opportunity you have given me to share your word. I ask you God that let every heart be touched. Amen. Let us not so easily forget these sermons. Amen. But let it be a guide unto us. Amen. A guide that will cause us to live our lives as good stewards. Amen. To please you in the name of Jesus. If your life is not in the hands of Christ you can't live the life of a good steward. If you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, you can't be a good steward. Start by being a child of the king. Start by being a believer, a born again Christian. So if you are here this morning and you want to give your life to Jesus, I'm, I'm not going to having a long talk with you, wherever you are, just raise your hand and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to accept him as your personal Lord and Savior. It's not all about just going to church, going to church. Sometimes you know there's emptiness within you because you have not truly given your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, just raise your hands unto God. Raise your hand unto God. Raise your hand unto God. Just one hand. That's all. That's all. Is any hand raised? All right. Wherever you are standing, just say heavenly father. I'm talking to the one who has raised the hand. Just raise your hand. I can see your hand. To God be the glory. Just say after me, heavenly father. Like I can hear you say, "Just Yo, yes, okay, come to me, come to me. I, I want to talk. Just yes, come to me, my dear. Just yes, come to me. Come to me. Glory be to God. Just close your eyes. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this privilege you have given me. I accept you." as my lord and my savior forgive me of any sin that is in my life cleanse me and wash me by the blood of jesus from today i declare that my life is yours in jesus name come and live in in me come and live in me fill me with your holy spirit give me the strength to live a life that is pleasing unto you. In Jesus name. Amen. My father and my God I thank you for the life of your daughters. This morning oh God I pray that let grace be released unto them. I know in heaven there is jubilation and there is joy. And I pray oh God that grant unto them the strength to live a life that is pleasing in your sight. Above all, I pray your protection over them. I ask so oh God that may these ones be grounded in you. May their faith be grounded in you. In Jesus Christ's name. Take all the glory. Take all the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. Look at me. God loves you. Amen. And God wants you to be stewards. Amen. So today you have given your lives to him. Amen. And there is joy in heaven. Amen. I like your smile. The way Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to direct you to look at this handsome pastor, the one with the B A B A. Nigerian man will say you know Go to Him just for one minute and then come back. Okay? The Lord bless you.
1: Let's put our hands together.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. You want to take your seats the lord bless you thank you for listening you can visit our website at fhcconline.org or follow us on twitter instagram or facebook via fhcc official for more information you can also send us your feedback and testimonies via email to info at fhcconline.org fhcc raising ambassadors for the kingdom